Hey everybody, welcome to Hit Rewind. This episode is the final episode of our little video game mini-series that we've been doing where we go with every generation and pick our top games, usually 20 from each generation. Um, we've had a weird, a couple weird mix-up episodes where I picked arcade and you picked PC games. Um, well, cool, no, I had all the... Uh, oh, no, I had... For the generations you've never played. Right, I had PC games. Sorry, I screwed that one up. Um, so I'm Michael, that's John, and this is, uh, for him, uh, the last episode of this year, and it's gonna be bittersweet! <laughs> I'm, I'm verklempt. <laughs> Though, at the rate that I load these episodes, it'll probably be mid-November, and then no one will notice for six weeks while we don't record. <laughs> um, so, uh, we're doing the Xbox 360, the Nintendo Wii, and the PS3. Uh, there's nothing else in there, right? No PSP. Uh, I have a DS game. Okay. Um, yeah, we usually don't have a whole lot of handhelds, uh, so we just throw those in randomly. Alright, so I went first last time. Uh, you are up. Alright, so I think my this has to be my absolute favorite game of the entire generation. Almost, almost of all time. And that is uh, Portal 2. Which is definitely one of the best written games I've ever played. It is funny, and considering that it's a puzzle game, yeah. it manages to, even over multiple replays, you never get bored, because there are many ways to solve these puzzles, and as they keep as you keep playing and they introduce the mechanics, every every puzzle room feels that much more new and interesting, and there's all kinds of lore things you can find, just not only just from you know the narration stuff but uh context clues and stuff like that yeah i never got to play the second one the first one almost made my list the second one is so much better the first one is great but it's also I, I, when i say this this is not trying to be reductive to it because it's a phenomenal game but it's like a tech demo okay i see like it's just working out the kinks and then the second one gets everything right yeah because because they had basically what they did was they the guys who made it, they made a game. I think it was like a little more fantasy-oriented version of that. And Valve went and picked it up, and then it became Portal. So they refined what they were doing, but it was still kind of like, in a way, here's all this new shit that we can do. Check this out. And which is why it's a little bit on the shorter side and was kind of just given away for free uh -huh. in the orange box, almost. Okay, but my next one is Mass Effect 3. Another now, one, yeah. The, fir the first ones, I think I'm going to play the first two, and those are another that almost made my list. Yeah, it's technically, I'm going to, this does kind of cover the entire trilogy, because, you know, it's, as a whole, it's a whole, it's an amazing series. But yeah. uh, I kind of picked this one over two, which kind of is the fan favorite, because I think this does a great job of tying all the threads from the previous games together into a satisfactory ending. You know, and seriously, this game still makes me cry at times. And depending on, you know, some of the character relationships that you have, even those can make me cry too. Is this series, uh, this series still going? There is a fifth game that they are working on, but we don't really know how it's going to be tied in with the with the original trilogy, and if in any way Andromeda is going to get a mention considering that's technically set like you know 600 years after 
Let's see. My next one, Saints Row the Third. I love this game. I can't, it surprises me how much I came to actually start loving this. Because the first Saints Row game is this shitty Grand Theft Auto San Andreas clone. Uh-huh. I mean, seriously, the only thing it had going for it was it had a character creator. The second game tried to be a little bit sillier, but it's still kind of eh. This one just went, oh, Grand Theft Auto decided that they want to be a serious, you know, want to go pretty serious? Well, shit, we're just going to go batshit loony. And everything about this is just so over the top crazy. Uh, I mean, for reals, you can beat the shit out of people with an oversized dildo bat. (laughs) You fight fight zombies. Uh, Burt Reynolds is the mayor in the game. I I don't mean Burt Reynolds is playing a character who's the mayor. I'm saying Burt Reynolds, the the man himself, is playing Burt Reynolds, who's the mayor of Steelport. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah, seriously, this is one that if you have not played, you should play. Uh, let's see, my next one is Rock Band 3, where, kind of like with Mass Effect, this does kind of cover all three of the Rock Bands, because basically what you can do is import all the games from the previous titles and any of those spin-off things. You basically can download all that stuff into Rock Band 3 and then have, like, a huge mega list of songs. So, you know, it, this basically just kind of becomes the ultimate version of that title. And I mean, just on its own, it has Bohemian Rhapsody, Freebird, Crazy Train, Killing Moon, Radar Love, uh, Just Like Heaven, Rainbow in the Dark, you know, Power of Love, for God's sakes. <laughs> just its own song list is really is amazing. Added on top of every, almost everything else you could play from, that t- from the game. Next up is Uncharted 2. Now, Uncharted 3, I think, has some of the biggest and flashiest set pieces from these these three games in this generation. Yeah. And the story is actually, 3 has a little bit more of a grounded in reality story. 2, I think, is where this franchise actually became a franchise. Because the first one is, is a fun Tomb Raider clone. You know, a little, more, a little smarmier, but a little more action-oriented. 2 really decided that, okay, here's... Now that we've introduced characters and stuff, we're actually now going to make you truly be invested in these people and what they're doing and all that stuff. And it, really, if this game wasn't there, we wouldn't have had the franchise or a movie. Let me ask you this. Are any of these first-person shooters, or are they all third-person? Uh, oh, Uncharted? They're all third-person. Third-person. God damn it. Okay, so somewhere along the way, I I, ca- I cannot log into my Xbox account. I tried to re- bring up all the games that I've downloaded that I had on my uh, hard drive uh, just to have a history of what it was because I was trying to remember the name of a couple games. I thought one of them was Uncharted, but it clearly wasn't. Maybe it was a Far Cry. Uh, is that That's third-person, and it's, is it like on islands no. and shit like that? Uh, Far Cry is uh, first-person. First-person, that's what I meant, sorry. And yeah, that's on, that's on an island. Far okay, Cry so that must have been it. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, because Uncharted is a Sony uh, Sony franchise, right. so it wouldn't have been on your Xbox anyway. Okay, then I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, my next one is Journey. Now, this the company that game company is going to show up twice on my list, and I'm just gonna—it's for a very simple reason. These guys make amazing art games. 
Like, journey is a very simple concept. You're on a journey to get to the top of this mountain. And there's no dialogue, no narrator. You piece together the story through these weird petroglyphs that you find on all these different ruins that you come across. And so you can, like, watch the rise and fall of the civilization that you're kind of trekking through. But what's kind of cool about this is also you can come across other players because this game is online. Okay. But you never, you don't speak. Your characters are just completely, you have, like, little tones that you make. And, but you can assist people as you're playing, as you're going through, and you basically go on a journey with, with a random person. Huh. Unless you uh, realize that by the end of the game, you know, you might have actually met four, five, eight, ten different people over the course of your journey. It's an interesting thing. You, uh, it, it's, it's such a beautiful game, man. Uh, let's see. Next up, Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, third game of the Dragon Age is definitely the biggest. You got like wide variety of locations you can explore. Uh, some of the best characters in the franchise, including some that have appeared in previous titles. Mm-hmm. And it's it's got a great mix of humor and action because it's it's a pretty action-packed, violent you know story. Lots of you know. You're, you know, saving the world in political intrigue and stuff. But then again, you've also got uh, a uh, one of your characters has written shitty, uh, shitty pulp novels. And another <laughs> one of your characters you discover is a huge fan of them and has been wanting to know why the most recent uh, novel of his franchise has not been released and forces you to make him write that novel. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 Dragon Age 2 is on my list. Um, I, I never got to play 3. Here's the thing is, when I had the Xbox, it, I, the only games I ever had were the ones that I would get from a friend that were older. Like, he would always just like, oh, I'm done with this one. I'm getting the new one in that series. Or um, they were the free monthly downloads with your membership. Oh, yeah. I, I'll say this. I love 2. I, I feel like I'm an outlier with that because I, so many people hated the idea that Part 2 was a little bit more of a intimate story where you're just kind of following one person through a few decades of their life yeah instead of oh we're gonna have to save the world it's like shit you already did that in the first game (laughs) you know let the world let the world go on and have people deal with other things but uh let's see next up borderlands 2 handsome jack is the one of the greatest villains in video game history yeah, I wish I had spent more time on it. I didn't get very far because I remember, I don't know, like three or four levels in, I was like, you know what, I still haven't finished the first one. I gotta go back and try to finish that. I still have never finished the first one. But two is pretty damn good. I'll be honest, there's no reason to finish the first one. Alright, I was wondering. It's a, <laughs> it's like, a letdown. It, it generally is kind of a letdown of a of what happens. Do you want it spoiled? Hey, audience, do you want the ending of Borderlands 1 spoiled for you? Go ahead. Uh, the vault that you're going going to get has a monster in it. The end. So I die? You fight, you fight the monster. Okay. There's, there, like, the entire reason for being is just, oh, you're going to have a boss fight. Not, you know, the whole thing that everyone's going for is basically nothing. Yeah. 
it. You think this movie's ever coming out, by the way? I feel like it's been done for three years. Allegedly, it's going to come out. <laughs> I feel like the same thing about Beverly Hills Cop 4. <laughs> it's done, but I don't know if it's ever coming out. Yeah, who knows? It Maybe it's just the... Uh, it's got a lot of graphics it needs to have put into it. I don't know. I'm thinking Eli Eli Roth doesn't know how to direct action sequences. That's why they brought in a whole new team to shoot. I think it was David Letch uh, was shooting the the reshoots, doing the reshoots. For all we know, they might be just reshooting an entire film. Who fucking knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Let's see. Next up on my list is Telltale's The Walking Dead Season 1. Which is kind of this choose-your-own-adventure yeah, I... uh, series based off the Walking Dead comic. And holy shit, is this thing phenomenal. It was, but I only got to play the initial demo. What was the werewolf one they put out that was pretty good? Oh, the one based off Fables. Uh, it was Wolf Among Us. Is that it? Okay, yeah. See, like I said, I forgot a lot. I went searching, and I couldn't find a lot of the... Um, <laughs> like the online games and some of the stuff just seemed like it was lost in the wikipedia because there was a platformer that i used to play that was kind of like really kind of like the uh, like cuphead like its design was kind of retro and uh just real hardcore but i could not find it anywhere so yeah there's quite a few of those i mean there's like super meat boy and uh oh heck uh uh, well, I, I, blanking on the tile, there's another one that was yeah. really good. But anyway, with this one, the first two seasons for this game, I mean, all four seasons are good, but the first two are phenomenal. And it's like just the dynamic between your player character, Lee, and the young girl, Clementine, who you kind of save each other over the course of this, and you're mm-hmm. looking out for her. It's like, seriously, by the end of the game, you yourself are fully willing to go to the ends of the earth to keep this kid safe. Oh, that's cool. It is It is phenomenal. It's a, it is a hell of a storyline. And it, another thing that kind of... It's zombie fiction. So the sort of, sort of thing you always want to kind of have people know before going into anything with zombies is don't get too attached to people. Because <sighs> anyone that you, that you might start start caring about might be the next person to die and that goes again any zombie film anything like that if it's zombies in it everyone's fair game <laughs> yeah let's see uh, Fallout 3 yeah that was from, one of, that almost made my list too yeah you know going from an isometric uh, RPG to a 3D shooter oh my god but I love the capital waste I love wandering around New Vegas is fun and a lot more morally complex. Uh-huh. But you know what? I just want to run around, uh, run around DC, blowing shit up, uh, <laughs> get kidnapped by aliens. Uh, you know, it, it's a goofy, it's a goofy fucking game. I love it. And it's also a game that I got heavily invested in the weird random lore that you find because you know it's like hacking these terminals and just start reading all the rant, all the weird shit that was happening right before the bombs fell and it's they spent a lot of time doing that and it's it shows it shows that, that they truly created a full world let's see uh, Fable 2 
Okay. Which this is definitely the best out of the Fable games. It doesn't have that much of a story, but uh, the world itself, even though it's not a full sandbox, it's fun to wander around and get into mischief with. And you got a dog companion, and your yeah. dog companion's awesome. The uh, three made my list. Uh, I like it slightly better than two. No, fair enough. Fair enough. I I would not blame you for that one. I. I like, uh, well, I'll, I'll talk about that when we get to there. Okay. Uh, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag. I cannot get into this game. It's like uh, Prince of Persia. I, I get so stuck on trying to bounce off the walls to get to stuff. I get so fucking angry. <laughs> I just quit. Well, it's like, okay, I think, myself included, I, I love Assassin's Creed 2, and I think most people would, would have rather put this, would, would have rather had this on the list than number four. But... As much as I like running around Renaissance Italy, I really love the golden age of piracy. And I love how they how well it translated into this game. And the ship-to-ship battle mechanics and sailing mechanics are amazing. Going around and trying to find new sh- uh, sea shanties. All that stuff is so much good. Even, even the stupid modern world shit that you're stuck having to deal with is less annoying in this game than it is in other Assassin's Creed's. Uh, Raven Legends, which you had, I know you had, or had mentioned Rayman in the last, uh, on the last show. Yeah, I did, yeah. And so this is the second game of the revamped Rayman series. Actually, I think it's the only other game of the revamped series. Uh, but you got four-player co-op in it. And I think one of the best things about this is that they have these rhythm-based levels where you're, you know, like, you know, you know the Endless Runner-style games, right? Right. You kind of are doing that in these little platform levels, but to the, you're trying to do things to the beat of these cover songs, which are like Black Betty and Eye of the Tiger and stuff. <laughs> That's cool. And uh, it's got 120 levels in it, 40 of which are actually uh, remastered levels from Origins, uh, the the game that came before it, that you're able to unlock over the course. And it's it's just such an infinitely replayable game. Uh, Burnout Paradise, the last Burnout game. Open world, every intersection is a race that you can get as you go and complete them. Rival cars pop up on the world that you can chase down and take, and it's it's a huge it's like it's a sandbox of a racing game where pretty much any if you as long as you match the level requirements for the race you can do pretty much any race you want, and if you're connected online, different strips of the road have time they're all time trialed, okay, and you can actually be. The level, you know, the record holder on a strip of road in this game. That's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm the worst at racing games. So I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I got Bioshock. I don't you know, know if I've ever played that. Oh my god! Play it. I. It, okay. And saying this is a spoiler without actually spoiling anything, but the twist in it is one of the best twists in a video game. You know I have a shit memory. There's no way I'm going to remember, so... <laughs> well, <laughs> if you told me. Saying, I, I, I agree with the idea that if you say there's a you know a twist, that's still a spoiler, even if you're not saying what the twist is. Okay. Because now you're look, you'd be looking for a twist, but I guarantee you, you would not see it coming, so... 
you know, look away. But uh, yeah, you're this Anne Ryan, uh, Ayn Randian nightmare world, you know. Guess what? You want to see what uh, unfettered capitalism and unregulated, you know, pure unregulated, non-regulation uh, does? Play Bioshock. <laughs> That's what it's going to be like, kids. Yeah, Don't right. want to have any regulation for anything? Well, shit, your world's going to fall apart because no one's going to fucking say no to anything or stop people from abusing shit. Congratulations, the world's terrible. <laughs> uh, let's see, the next one up is Ghostbusters. That I never got to play that, but I've always wanted to. Oh, dude, it's the Ghostbusters 3 we never got. And it's a shame because it if this was close to what they kind of wanted to do for that, we missed out because that it definitely would have been a fun a fun movie. So do we get everybody back? Even Bill Murray? Yeah. Uh, we got all, all the uh, main actors. I think the only one we did not get was... Uh, uh, Tully, Louis Tully, I can't. Rick Moranis. Oh yeah, that makes sense. I think he's. I think he's literally. Oh, and I don't think uh, Sigourney Weaver. I don't believe she's in it either. But hey, you know, it's like the core four much, is what we're looking. For. Yeah. Yeah, you got the core four, and they and uh, uh, Rick, not Rick Moranis. Uh, uh, damn it, Harold Ramis. Dan Aykroyd. Dan oh. Aykroyd. I think Harold Ramis wrote the script for the game. Okay. So yeah, it's definitely it is legit Ghostbusters. I wonder if someone's loaded up all the cutscenes on YouTube that way I can save myself time and get the story. You could. I'm pretty sure someone has it. Uh, let's see my next one. The world ends with you. My only DS game on this list. Yeah, I've never even heard of that one. Uh, it's you're dead, and you have to compete in this uh, little. RPG tournamenty thing to uh, win back your life, but you're also in the middle of Shibuya uh, in Tokyo, so you have this real world setting that you're running around in, but you're fighting monsters and you're a ghost, and it uses the DS controls like the little touchscreen in such the most unique and interesting ways because all your the different taxes you can get have different styles of. Of control to them, so it's like, oh yeah, you have to tap on the screen to uh, to fire these things, or oh, it's like a wind attack, so you need to brush, you know, brush the uh, the control in a, in a certain direction and stuff. And it's it's a cool way to actually interact with it. And it also the two the two screens it actually uses both screens, so you do kind of have to pay attention to what's going on the top of your screen as well as the bottom, and you're you know, doing shit on the bottom, so you're concentrating on this. What the hell's going on, on top? Oh yeah. Let's see. Uh, my next one is Catherine. What Another is that? Puzzle game. <laughs> what? It's it's a puzzle game. Okay. From the guys who brought you the Persona series. So it's another psychosexual drama, <laughs> <laughs> where this guy who's uh, he's in this relationship uh, with his fiance, and it's not exactly going the way that he wants to, and then one night ends up sleeping with a uh, woman who shares the same name as his fiance, although spelled differently. And as this happens, he starts having these nightmares every night where he's climbing a tower. And occasionally something that is chasing him that relates to what, you know, what's been going on in the day. Like he discovers that his fiance might be pregnant. 
So the creature that starts chasing him is like a baby. And, or he's, you know, after having a lustful time with this, with this girl, a creature that kind of looks like boobs and vagina and stuff starts chasing him and stuff. <laughs> it's, it is a mindfuck of a game. And it, it does a lot of stuff where it's like, you think, oh, it's just the tower stuff. No, it's also, how are you intera- interacting with people when you're hanging out at this bar? These questions that you get asked, those say, you know, during, uh, during different sections of it, those also tie into how your storyline progresses. You know, the things you say have consequences to this in this world. And uh-huh. it's, and yet it's just, it's a uh, tower climbing puzzle game at the same time. It's definitely, it's definitely worth looking at, if anything. Uh, got two left. Uh, first one is Heavy Rain. I haven't heard of that one either. Okay, uh, David Cage's uh, Quantum Dreams game. Uh, David Cage is a guy who really wants to be a movie director. And it shows because his games are extremely cinematic. And, well, basically they're, they're playable movies is really what they are. And in the case of this, is it's a murder mystery. Uh, where guys, uh, this guy's child gets kidnapped by a, a serial killer called the Origami Killer, and he has to go through a whole bunch of trials uh, to in order to hopefully get his son back. But it's like, how how far will he go? But there's also three other protagonists. There's a FBI agent who's on the trail of the killer. There's a uh, private eye who's falling up leads and stuff and there's also an investigative reporter and all these things you know all these characters kind of meet and interact at different points of the story and eventually all all things come at the end but what's kind of cool about it is if you fuck up at some point and a character dies well the game's not over that character's just dead so anything that they could have done to help you or or get in your way. Oh, uh, guess over. what? Well, that's not happening now. And it's what's cool about it is once you get to the end and you see what you know what the bigger story is and everything. Doing this, doing a playthrough again, all of a sudden things are now recontextualized and it's so much more interesting to to play because now you know what's going on in in this part of the game or that part of the game and whatnot. And my last one is Flower. Wow, you were hitting me with, I don't know what this is. <laughs> Again, uh, like I said earlier, I have had two games from that game company. And this is the second one. It's a very simple concept. You are the dream of a flower. You are a petal on the wind. And you go around, uh, flying around these, kind of like knights in a way, almost. Okay. You're, you're kind of flying around these areas, uh, and basically awakening other other buds and stuff and bringing up bringing these uh, areas to life you know, bring them to bloom and it's just this really fairly chill relaxing game you know just it's a beautiful thing it doesn't you know there's nothing that you're fighting and there's some areas that are darker and more industrialized so that's menacing quote unquote but Really, it's just a it's a pleasant it's a pleasant game. 
And sometimes you just need that. Yeah. Can't, can't be killing all the time. Yeah, as I see. Yeah, you do need kind of a... I wonder if I have any breaks in here. I'm look, Yeah, I do. Okay, I have a couple that aren't violent. <laughs> <laughs> what was your core system during this time? Uh, really would have been Xbox 360. Yeah, same. I have a backup. I used the Wii just because my sister had one, and then um, she gave us hers for a while to do like Wii Sports and stuff. Yeah, although it's like looking at it, it's like I do have most of my stuff on here is uh, multi-platform. Although it's like the only things that are singular platform are for PlayStation. Do you have have you dabbled in like Steam and stuff like that, like computer games? Just recently, yeah. Okay, yeah, I have not. Um, what games almost made your list? Okay, well. I almost had Skyrim, uh, Tomb Raider, Little Big Planet, Metal Gear Solid 4, uh, Rayman Raving Rabbits 2, uh, Red Dead Redemption, Halo Reach, Brutal Legend, uh, <laughs> Lego Marvel Super Heroes. Is Brutal Legend the one with uh, Jack Black? Yeah, okay. the game that that surprised people because they sold it as this action game and it's actually a real-time strategy game. Okay. And shit, that soundtrack's the, the bomb, man. <laughs> the uh, Skate, uh, Batman, Arkham Asylum, and Dead Space. Okay, well, I have a few of those. Um, so the ones that almost made my list are Gears of War, Halo okay. Reach, um, L.A. Noir. Uh, the Lego Star Wars series, all the Lego games are a lot of fun, but I, I really had a lot of fun playing the original trilogy. Um, and then Sleeping Dogs was the last one that almost made my list. There's other ones, of course, like I said, I can't remember, but... Sleeping Dogs was a good call. It's a shame that, if I remember right, that was supposed to be, uh, like, it was supposed to be a true crime game originally. Oh, really? I should say, I should say part of the true crime franchise. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. And I think it... They ended up just just calling it by a separate title. I think it was supposed to be like it was gonna be like True Crime LA, True Crime New York, I think it was True Crime Hong Kong. Uh-huh. And then they just they made it its own title. Okay. If I remember it correctly. Um alright, so my list starts off with uh Aliens is it weird how we say Colonel Colonial <laughs> Colonel Marines, Colonial Marines? It's such so fucking strange to me. Um <laughs> I don't know where I don't know why I derailed like that on that one fucking word, but um, it's 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 the closest we're ever gonna get to um, what we enjoyed about the second movie. It's it's a weird spinoff, um, and it's just like they got the gameplay right, they got the the scary stuff right, the lighting without it being too dark, just enough that it, it's still functional. Because <laughs> I've played a couple, and, and I'm trying to remember if this is the game that that Sega made that lied to everyone uh what they lie about I'm curious uh basically the uh yeah yeah this definitely is it uh it was the game that uh when they were showing off demos on uh like at E3 and stuff they were you know so they, they were actually playing it and it was actually just video oh it was actually running the demo which is why it was playing so well okay that's that's lame uh, it's the game where the AI was fucked up because someone put put a number in the wrong column, and so, like, I think in one of these sections, there are these uh, alien, some of these aliens, the AI literally will ignore you. 
it's a, it's yeah. I remember this because it's like such a. It took me a moment going. I played a little bit of it. I didn't hate what I played, but I just remember all the backlash to this thing more so than my my personal experience. I'll say. All right, so Back to the Future, the game from Telltale. Uh, oh, the yeah. only way you're ever going to get a continuation of this, really. I mean, there's the comics that do, but, you know, yeah, Bob Gill writing the story again. You got most of the cast back, and it's it's a new addition to the story. It takes place... Um, well, it's weird because the story kind of feels like it takes place after the first movie, but before the second, and then there's, it jumps around a little bit. But it's the only way you're really going to get a continuation. They keep threatening a remake or a sequel. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I don't know. It, it felt it felt like it was a back. To, it was Back to the Future Four for me because it did feel like this was okay. He's gotten back from the from the Wild West. He's seen Doc, you know, fly off in his train, and that's why they're doing the yard sale at Doc's. Oh. Is well, he's never coming back here. Yeah, I'm sorry. I meant I meant I didn't mean uh, the release. How do I explain this? <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing ends in 1985. So I, I kind of meant that. Like, because there's nothing really story-wise between 1985 and 2015. This is the only thing between those two. Yeah, yeah. I still don't think I said that right, but I, hopefully people understand what I mean. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, it definitely, it, it is, it definitely is a good continuation. I, I'm trying to remember if I played the whole thing or if I only got to, like, Part, chapters like say one through four or whatever. I I think that I ended up cheating uh, later and just watched the cut scenes on YouTube. I can't remember now. Yeah, it's like yeah, I don't. Yes, I genuinely do not remember if I played the whole thing or not though. Uh, Batman: Arkham Asylum. Look, I know everybody's crazy about Arkham City, but it's too big for me. It's too expansive, and the first one's just scarier. I like the the contained game. Uh, compared to the more open world sequel. Well, it's like the the whole idea that they turn part of uh, Gotham into a prison, and that's the only reason why we can do the open world without people in it. Thing is is kind of lazy, you know, writing so you can have this sandbox to run around in, but not have to worry about people. Whereas in Arkham Asylum, yeah, that's you're in a prison. <laughs> and it's supposed to be fairly empty, you know, in these outer areas and stuff. Yeah. Also, you have less less stupid crap. You have to do like those Riddler, Riddler trophies. <laughs> God, those suck. Yeah. Um, Borderlands. I've talked about this a lot. It's one of my all time favorite games, and just holy shit, ah. Uh, the fear of hearing one of those little crazed pygmies with an axe coming from somewhere. I don't know where. The sheer horror of it all. <laughs> but yeah, the problem is, like, you know, it just goes on too goddamn long. Yeah, it, that, I will say that is the problem with, actually, even Borderlands 2, is that the planet never feels like an actual planet. It feels like stages that you're in. Yeah. Or... Or you're in a weird bi, you know, a biodome of some kind, so that when you enter a new area, you're just into a new, uh, a new biome of of that dome, but not an actual place. It feels like it, it fits together, right? 
Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. They, they finally just get it out of World War II. There were so many World War II games for like five or six years there that it kind of exhausted the whole genre. And then they finally decided, hey, let's make this now. And the gameplay is absolutely fantastic. I'm still stuck, though. And I don't know if I'll ever finish it. <laughs> I, have a, I have a version of the remake version of that. Oh, okay. I, I've never, I could never really get into those. God, I am I, stuck. I, was, I just like the Rainbow Six, uh, Rainbow Six Vegas games. I'm those stuck at a supply tent. And I'm being ambushed, and I've, I've 30, 40 times now trying to survive this little... Because there's nothing to hide behind, and you're just getting hammered with rocket launchers. It's it's horrifying. Um, let's see where I'm at. Uh, Conan! Uh, oh, God, you know how much I love Conan the Barbarian. I talk about it a lot. I fucking adore it. Um, I don't know if I'm ever going to get into the movie, another TV show, or anything. Uh, this is perfectly encapturing everything I imagined out of all those Marvel comics and the Robert E. Howard books and it's just a fun hack and slash you know it's just there's nothing isn't you know like you could have gone wrong and like done an RPG Conan is not an RPG style game um, and they could have been really stupid and done first person no somehow they get third person hack and slash it's just exactly what I wanted if I'm remembering this one right, this is when you cre- you create your character. I think if you're a dude, you can make your you can choose which penis you get. If I remember right, I don't remember that part. <laughs> I seem to remember that because that's that's a rarity in in games. And I think I've only at this point now played three games where you can do that. No, hold on a second. You can build. Why would you want to be anything other than Conan? It's called Conan. I seem to remember. It's like it's a. Like, they gave you the character creation thing, I, oh, if I God. remember right. Oh, that, I might yeah. be thinking of a, another Conan game, but... I know there was an online game I never got to play. Let me go. Keep going, and okay. I will... Uh, uh, Ar- Arcade Craft. You get a budget, uh, a store... And then you get to load it up with whatever games you want. And here's the thing. It starts in 1980. And so as the years progress, some games are no longer as popular. So you have to make a choice. Oh, this one isn't bringing in as much money anymore. So therefore, I need to sell it off to add money to the budget so I can do things like redesign it because, you know, the looks stale. Uh, higher security, higher employees or whatever. Um you know, you can buy the hottest new games, but guess what? Maybe that game isn't going to be as popular as you think it is, so you lose the money. So it's like trying to strategize what to buy, what to budget, and also like placement of games. Like you want the new games up front or in a good location so that people will see that first and go to those, and you try to shift uh, the games around your little arcade. And sometimes a game will find its way back into popularity because people will be nostalgic for it. Only problem is it stops in 1990, and they said they were always going to do another update, and they never did. So, I mean, how many times can you play it until you're like, ah, I've done this enough. But God damn it, I was obsessed with it. You know what? I think it's Conan Exiles when I'm picking up. Okay, I don't know that one. Um, yeah, Fable 3, I mentioned earlier. Uh, the Medal of Honor uh, from 2010. Um, just kind of updating everything and uh, making it modern and you know just like the Call of Duty I, by this point I'm, I'm sick of World War 2 games as well yeah. I'll say this with Fable 3 what I do like is that there is nuance in the villain where it's like you think he's just a bad guy and then you get that third act reveal and it's like oh he's a monster but 
he's not wrong. <laughs> well, that happens. The best villains sometimes, because sometimes you kind of think, like in the Avengers movies, if Thanos isn't exactly wrong, how he's doing it is wrong. Yeah. Um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance to bring up Marvel. Hey, uh, Marvel Alliance Two. I mean, um, both games are fucking amazing. It's just you know that this one is the one that really harnesses all the power of the Xbox 360. God damn it! It's so much fun to pick your roster. Yeah, that I, I I don't think I played the second one, but I definitely played the first. I had a great time with that. Uh, what do you call it? A top-down. Uh, it's kind of like Gauntlet or that Dungeons and Dragons one that I like so much. Where what do you call that kind of gameplay? It's it's kind of isometric. Okay. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah, top-down. It's a top-down third-person action game. Um, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. On the, uh, oh my God, <laughs> damn it! I love this game. It is legit. I mean, Go ahead. Let's be honest. It is. It is all honest. In all honesty, it is just a reskinned version of the Phoenix Wright games. Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I had no idea. I felt like someone told me that it was a remake of some Doctor series that they have from Japan. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but it basically it is an episode of Harvey Birdman, and you basically it's like one of those choose your own adventures. Um, where if you if you're in court and you say the wrong thing too many times, you have to go back and start over again. So you have to make sure you line up your questions perfectly in order to get the results that you want, so you can win your case and move along. Um, well, I say one episode. So if you had all the cutscenes, it would like equal one episode, but it's more like two or three compressed together. Yeah, it is a fun one. Adult Swim did like a couple of those because you also had. Um... The Aqua Teen Hunger Force golf game. Is there a Venture Brothers game? Because if there's not, that's mind-boggling to me. I don't believe there was. That seems so crazy. That is perfectly tailor-made for an epic game. Um, uh, Just Dance. I, nothing in particular I can choose. I just love that series. It's I like to boogie down, even though I have no real dancing talent. And then trying to coordinate. And it has fun songs. Um, Apache's probably my favorite to dance to. <laughs> <laughs> um... The whole Wii Sports line, I, I just love them. They're really simple, but you get to, you know, have fun with your friends and family and just get to play games that you don't normally get to play. Yeah, it's very... That, that is the uh, best-selling... Like, Wii Sports was the best-selling game for the Wii because it was the pack-in title. Yeah. Oh, and we had Wii Fitness, too, but that's that wasn't as fun because um, it's not trying to be fun. It's trying to be, like, technical and nah, whatever. Um, this is a cheat. I know this. Just like I almost put the Pac-Man Museum on here. Um, look, the Pac-Man Museum is amazing because it collects up all the games that have been in arcades and handhelds and consoles, whatever, for like the last 20 years and puts them into one package. Um, but that's cheating, I guess. And so is this. The Metal Slug Anthology. Fuck, I've talked about it before. You get all six games in one package and fucking rules. Yeah, well, yeah. Why are you not going to do that? They, yeah. you know, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of good ones. They had the Sonic uh, Genesis collection, which had a, yeah, which the, had a the great Capcom one was great. I, there's a bunch of those guys. They had their libraries. That they would just put together Williams and stuff like that. They even had pinball collections, which I never got to play, but I should have. Shit, I want to go to an Xbox 360. Damn it, I want to go play these games. <laughs> Um, I will say this, so Metal Slug, by the time they get to five, they're kind of running out of ideas, and there's a lot of repetition, and it's like, eh, I guess you guys are petering out. 
Well, it, it doesn't help that SNK was pretty broke by this point, and they're probably just using data and information they already had from the previous games. Um, oh, you know what? I almost forgot to mention. This almost made my list. I took it off. Uh, Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions, where you get to play as different kinds of Spider-Man. Uh, the Spider-Man 2099, the black one, the noir one, and the current one. Yeah, I, I definitely... I know I played that one, and... Ultimate Spider-Man. Both were both were really fun. Uh, Dragon Age Two. You already brought up the the series. Uh, this one I never got to play the next one. So this for me just it just works perfectly. I love playing as that character and even exploring that world. Hawk's story is so tragic, isn't it? Like, just they can never get a break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Red Faction Guerrilla. Um, they, they change up the format. I, they, from what I'm told, I've never played the earlier ones, but you're doing your third person, like, you're going around this world. You're like a, an employee sort of soldier, and you go around and you are collecting up uh, uh, mining and, and properties, whatever, to add to your team. And you have to go out and destroy other people's teams and whatever. It's just kind of like... Um, that movie where they're always fighting over the resources in the future. God, they go to another planet. <laughs> name, name. Oh, of, sorry. Of theories. The Screamers. They reminded me of Screamers a bit, except, you know, different way of play out. There's no monsters you hunt. It's just other soldiers. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's really obsessive. It's, it, it's a bit like an RPG because you're constantly collecting up things and, and building your profile. Um, some of it is you're just wandering. Either you're running or you're in a little vehicle until you run out of gas. But it is interesting. It has like really intense fight sequences, but they don't come along as often as you think they would. I think I've played this one. Uh, you have? I have one of these. Okay, it was one of those yes. free ones that came with your monthly membership. Yeah, then this was the one I played. Okay. Uh, Wolfenstein, the reboot. Holy fucking shit. If it wasn't for Borderlands, this would be my favorite shooter of the era. It's so fucking crazy. And, and god damn it, who doesn't love tearing apart crazy Nazis? <laughs> I, have to, I have to ask you, which reboot? There's Is, like three of them. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. I, I want to say 2010, 2011, something like that. Okay. Okay, so... It just it just self titled Wolfenstein. Not, yeah, uh, just, I guess it wouldn't be the new order because that might have would have happened after you. Well, maybe, maybe it was the new order. No, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> uh, new order was twenty fourteen. Okay. Oh no no no! By then I was pretty much done uh, playing. I was kind of petering out on uh, my membership. I was just like playing the games that was already on my hard drive because it was full. Um, Far Cry Blood Dragon. Oh my god. <laughs> I was thinking about this. The score alone by Power Glove. One word, not two words. Otherwise, you get a metal band. Um, but it's it takes everything you know about that world and kind of turns it into an 80s synth neon laced. You're fighting these giant dragons and you got Michael Bean playing the hero. God damn it, it's so addictive. It was the it was actually the second Fall Far Cry game because I did play a little bit of Far Cry 3. Yeah, I think that's the one that I'm thinking of that I played where he's on the islands. Or are they yeah, all on the islands? I have no idea. No, no. Well, the, I think the first one's on an island. Okay. But, uh, all I know is that movie sucks balls. Fucking you, bull. <laughs> <sighs> that's it. That's my list. Oh, man. Let's see. What was your 
primary console. Uh, like mine was the 360. Yeah, 360 and uh, the, the Wii a little bit. I never got to play anything on the PS. I have not played anything on the PlayStation since uh, PS2. Oh, man. I would say find yourself a PS3. It's pretty cheap at this point. Wait, you know, there's wait. definitely some of those titles you would, you would really enjoy. What console was that Justice League um, where they were the alternate universe, the Earth 2? Oh, wait, are you talking about the the, D, uh, the Mortal Kombat versus DC? No, it was a Justice League. Or Injustice, Injustice, maybe. Injustice, that's the last game I played, last new game I played on a console, and that was at uh, my brother-in-law's, and I'm pretty sure he had the PS4, though, with that one. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think it might have also been on PS3, but that would have been like a slightly dumbed-down version, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I sometimes I really want to get back into new gaming because you know the old gaming for me sometimes gets really. <sighs> Look, uh, the graphics—they have to be a very particular gameplay and style for the graphics not to bother me. Because there's times when I can't tell what the fuck I'm looking at, <laughs> and it's stiff oh, and and and, and, and well, repetitive. Some of my favorite YouTubers refer to something like that as diarrhea Christmas lights. Ah. Um, and brawlers. Sometimes brawlers are fun, but they only fun for like five, ten minutes because you just find yourself constantly doing the same goddamn thing over and over and over. Double Dragon at the time was amazing. Not so much now. I don't know. They uh, they did do a Scott Pilgrim versus the World game. Yeah, that was kind of like that was in the style of uh, well, was in the the graphic style was like the the comics, and it was like. Uh, River City Ransom. Okay. Yeah, it's sometimes the repetitiveness of some games does bother me, but um, I'm also the guy who just said that he loves Borderlands, even though a thousand pygmies attack him with axes. <laughs> All right, so that is it for us, man. This is, we'll be back in January where we're going back in time to the 70s. Uh, so we're done with the video game stuff, and we're going to go with some, like... The most complex, I think, decade of filmmaking I think we've ever had. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of a lot of interesting stuff from the seventies that that we're gonna have to start seeking our teeth into. I think the only thing keeping that vibe alive now is A twenty four. There really is nobody else interested in complicated filmmaking on a lower budget. Yeah, yeah. So all these slow burn horror films and thrillers. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. That's it. Uh, have a good one. See you. And we're out. Did you see the? Oh. How about I hit stop? Hi guys! <laughs> Awkward.